All right. Hello and welcome to another episode on spiritual advice from a barbarian lunatic. Just give me a second. Because I have to digest what just happened. That rhymed. Unintentionally. You know, as far as we go, with having idols, I've just listened to someone and he said one of his heroes is Einstein. I have to say, I cannot agree to that. First, I have to get some tea so I get into the mood. Just a second. Before I forget, this is about... That's a bonus episode, right? It's like, I'm doing extra work because I have too much stuff happening to me. Unexpected things where I'm uncertain as to whether I actually like them to happen. All right, I just came home. Let me just get this straight. To you, it's the 4th of July, and it's 5.16. I spent the whole night holding the space in a, you know, I've talked to you about that attic. And I've talked to you about Yeah, I want to just put on some incense. Let's just see where this is going, you know, it's like All right, that just happened. Of course, you don't know nor will you know whether I'm telling the truth. Which is, of course, always the tricky part when something happens to you and you want to tell it to someone. Because what's the truth, right? It's like, you know, when something emotionally or intense happens, how accurate can my description be? Well, I think I have a fairly accurate Yeah, no incense now. I don't have to be overly holy. Plus, now that I sit here, I realize I don't have the strength to stand up. Plus, you don't actually need incense to create your holy space. It's just something I do because I think it smells nice. <gasps> right? It's like sometimes I don't like the smell, which is at the moment probably mostly the smell of my farts. And 
tobacco and sage, and then food occasionally. You know, sometimes I wish, right? It's like, I'm like a wishing well. I wish things to be different. And then they are different, and then I think, hmm, is that the kind of different that I wanted? You know, I want to have things to talk about. And sometimes I do weird, crazy, and unexpected things, right? Sometimes I laugh at people. You know, I laugh at them. You know, it's their choice to decide. You know, they choose. Sometimes people think, you know, you know, I'm laughing over them. Or how do you say that? But I actually laugh at you, you know? It's like, you're taking yourself too serious, man. And everybody's laughing at you because everybody knows that you're the, you know, most afraid bugger around. You know, it's not, you're not the scariest bugger. You're just the one that's, you know, the most afraid. You know, and when you're really afraid, you join the police. And when you're, you know, also really afraid, you carry a knife or whatever sort of weapon or you walk around with clenched fists. This is like interesting, you know. That's a very, very interesting image. You know, when I buy tobacco, there are these images of dying people. Now look at this. There's a young adult who apparently smoked and he looks like very, very, you know, that's a tobacco package. You know, talking American spirit, the yellow one. I don't know why the yellow. I think it's more mild. Who knows? You know, when I ask them in shops, they can't tell me. Says original blend. Blah blah blah. Yeah, who believes this? And there's a woman holding this very very. You know, white like. Dead looking guy, and she is a giant cleavage. You know what does that say about the people who took the image? Plus, she's wearing a skirt. And I can see, like, her naked leg. It actually looks more like she has sex with him. Like, she wants to press this man's head into her cleavage. So what does this image say? Hey, I want to smoke. So that a woman with big breasts presses this actually why I smoke. Partly. You know, a part of the reason why I smoke is because there's no woman around. And so I, you know, I go to nature in my home and say, no, I'm just going to smoke. Plus it activates my shadow, which I sometimes want because... If I just sit around and I'm awake all the, all the time, there's no struggle. So I smoke so that, you know, I can let go or something. You know, now the severity of my actions is probably going to hit me because you know sometimes you make an experience yeah I'm gonna draw this out a little sometimes you make an experience and this experience is like right let's say you're with a woman yeah and you fall in love with that woman and you sleep with that woman you merge with her you know it's like you and I are one 
and then suddenly you know it's like pure love and then bam and suddenly you're all alone and she's gone and that's it you know it's like you know I had some relationships which took me probably almost as long to digest and sometimes it takes even longer right sometimes you have an experience which lasts 10 seconds or maybe an hour and you need years to work with that you know that's how intense experiences can be and that's why it's so important to be able to look at what is happening to you from the perspective of the observer you know to see what's happening from an outside perspective because if you're really in the middle of the experience all you can do is probably just run away and shit your pants you know, and I've at least managed to some degree to feel the fear, but instead of running away to engage with it, which, you know, if somebody's trying to scare you, is a very interesting thing. It's like somebody's trying to scare you. And they don't manage you know they're gonna get afraid because they think holy crap you know we thought we could intimidate that guy you know that's why we were with three people hey that's the nicest cigarette I ever rolled I think that experience did something with me but sometimes I have experiences and I think, you know, everything's going to change now. And whatever three months are, uh, but three months later, hypothetical month, of course, because talking about Einstein, everything's relative. So there is nothing like three months, right? There's just eternity or, you know, a very long everlasting moment you know everything happens always at the same time but why do things change then you know that's the really weird part you know a couple of days now i put some wax you know i take beeswax and i mix it you know i heat it up I, you know, I've talked about this before, but I like bringing this up. You know, it's a water bath. It's usually how you melt chocolate because you don't want the chocolate to melt. You can even melt butter because if you heat up butter too much, it's going to burn. You know, for some recipes, it's nice actually to burn the butter because it gives it an extra taste. You know, I sometimes like food that's a little bit charred because I actually don't think that it creates cancer. I think what creates cancer is thinking. You know that smoking creates cancer. But if you're unconcerned about, you know, dying prematurely because you're smoke, because you just love smoking, I mean, if you love smoking, how could smoking kill you? I mean, I don't like smoking that much or love it that much that I just want to smoke all the time, but I do see the relevance to smoking but now I talk you know now I'm speaking and I have the probably best rolled cigarette in my hand that I ever rolled which brings me to the point of you know does the skill of rolling cigarettes help me you know who's to say but here I am and at the age of 16 I was drawing birds that were holding, you know, something that looked like a joint. And I didn't even smoke, nor, neither cigarettes nor joints. But there was something in me that clearly wanted to do so. Yeah. 
let me just ease into this. You know, first drink some tea. And this time I'm gonna finish it. Sometimes I make a batch of tea and then I actually don't drink it and then it gets sort of vile. Just bear with me for a second. You know, it's like I just had sex but in a way that, you know, not in the way that you think. You know, not in the, you know, it's really soft and, you know, I squeeze some nipples or something. Not in the, you know, it's like really nice and sweaty and lasts for hours. Um, of course, that's also relative because, you know, once it's over, it's done. And then, you know, it's like, damn it, that was too quick. I would like that to last longer. Let's just say it was fun, but weird. You know, I just have to get around to being able to communi communicate everything that happened in a satisfactory fashion, which is to say or which wants to imply that it's difficult to capture an experience in its totality, you know, and then like, you know, give you the plot in a way that feels like, you know, that's it. Because it's my experience, of course. And maybe I'm going to keep it that way. You know, it's strange. I took some henna and I made a paste and I painted my walls with it. Now I'm trying to figure out what I drew. Which doesn't really matter. Not sure if I feel like smoking. But somehow it allows me to relax. But it also makes me drowsy. <sighs> I really feel like, you know, being with a woman, like a proper one. I'm also a little afraid of it. Because I don't know who it's gonna be, right? It's like I have feelings. And sometimes I feel like people are trying to communicate with me through telepathy. But I'm just trying to keep that away from me. Simply because I think that, you know, I'd rather communicate with my lips. You know, it's like in direct contact with the lips of a woman. Because I've also never had, you know, real like, we're gonna have children and start a family kind of sex. And I've only had this, you know, I'm frustrated, you know, fuck me. I never really wanted to fuck anyone. I just wanted to make love. But the women I met, 
Yeah. Right, it's like, who says fuck me? I don't know. I just want to make love. Very hard these days. Very hard. Because everybody's so afraid of everything. You know, including me at times. Only I engage differently. If something scares me, I walk towards it. Sometimes I don't even know what scares me. Until it's there. But it scared me. You see, now I smoked, I don't feel like it's like, you know, this is why the image makes sense. When you smoke tobacco, you know, you feel, I want to say more relaxed. Well, the truth is, I feel like the word is like inanimate, makes no sense. But I feel heavy. I feel like maybe it grounds me. Cannot say. Yeah, what is sex? It's an exchange. You know, if a woman screams at you and you scream back, in a way it's sex. A better way is, if a woman screams at you, you say nothing. You wait until she calms down and then you go and kiss her. And then you will know, right? It's like, alright. And that's how you can show that woman, you know, I don't feel like talking anymore. Now I smoked, it's gone. No, it's a drag. It's shit. Maybe smoking helps me to let go. Who's to say? Alright, so what happened? You know, a couple of days or weeks ago, feel like decades. You know, I walked through the city during the day and there was this guy. And he was walking around like all puffed up. You know, and yeah, sure, I was making fun of him. I didn't really say anything to him. I just, you know, I, yeah, I started talking to him. And he walked away from me. And he was hiding in a some kind of store. Yeah, I'm just going to get to the point because I don't want to draw this out. And, you know, today I was the whole night at this place. You know, to hold the space, I made a fire, I drew some sketches for my art, which I'm going to photograph and then edit with GIMP, G-I-M-P. Maybe you say GIMP, who's to say? And when I was done, I packed my stuff and I walked. At first I wanted to walk like kind of out of sight and then my feeling was guiding me. You have to go and look for someone. So I walked into the city center. And I was, as I was walking towards that place where I wanted to be, which is where somebody where I think he's a friend was, 
And if he's been telling me stories that sometimes people come and they want to hit him, right? And then he just slaps them in the face and he's like, you know, what do you want, man? And I had a heavy backpack and two bags with food and stuff and the oil and stuff. And I was walking and then three guys came and one approached me and he said, do you know me? I was like, who are you? He was like, yeah, you were laughing at me. I was like, oh, really? And then they started walking to me and you, you could tell that they were really angry. They wanted to hit me. That's how it looked like, right? So I was walking backwards. I'm quite good at walking back backwards. And of course, I wear no shoes and, you know, but for some reason, because I'm in kind of a state of trust, I just kept walking backwards without checking if there was glass or anybody else. So I just walked backwards and these three guys were chasing me and one tried to get around. And you know, But I kept them all in my sight. And then one pulled something that looked like a knife. You know, they were like, you know, they were like talking and blah, blah, blah. And then the one like, why don't you show what you can do? He did like a kick or something. But I just kept walking backwards and they were like, yeah, you laughed at me, blah, blah, blah. And they wanted me to put down my bag and I say, you know, I'm not going to put down my bag. Maybe they just wanted to have something from me, right? But he pulled that knife and you know, sometimes I stopped and, you know, they, they stepped away from me and then I kept walking backwards. And then at one point they, you know, we kept walking, we kept walking. And at one point we kind of stopped and then they were talking. I was like, you know, what's your deal, man? People laugh at me all the time. And then we had a conversation and then, the, you know, they kind of said something about YouTube. I said, yeah, I do YouTube. Of course, this conversation was in German. And then I had the feeling the situation actually was about to relax. Which is weird. And I said, man, why do you have a knife with you? Like, don't pull a knife on me, man. Like, you know, if I wanted to die, I could jump into that. And then you would have my blood on your hands. Right? Or maybe I would pull a gun and shoot you, you know. It's just a ridiculous thing to say, but it's the truth. Because you never know who's your opponent. And then they looked me up on the internet and, you know, I had the feeling it was done. But I kind of was pushing that guy a little. And then he started to hit me in the face. And then this other guy came and kicked me. And the third guy kind of stayed away for whatever reason. But he was hiding his face with his hand the whole time. And his friends were like really angry and, you know, they kicked me, one guy kicked me in the stomach and then they hit me in the face, I think twice or something, maybe three times, it's hard to say. But the funny thing was, you know, I, I never flinched. It was intense for some reason, but I also, you know, I'm quite sturdy. And I never even tried to hit them back. You know, I thought about it, but I just don't. I have no strength for stuff like this. You know, I have my strength is to sit here and make a recording. Or make art, or to hold the space, or to tell people, you know, to leave others alone. But if it comes to myself, you know, if somebody wants to hit me, alright. You know, if he pulls a knife on me, you know, what am I gonna do? And if you want to kill me, you know, what can I do about it? You know, I have no wish to harm anyone. Sure, I can make fun of you, but that's your own problem. You know, if you allow me to make fun of you, then there's probably a reason. Because you're putting up a show. You know, you're acting like a tough guy. But you're just really afraid. And it sounds like really down to earth. And that's the weird thing because I've been through 
certain experiences already. So, you know, these were like children, right? Maybe 16 or 15. And when I feel my face, sure, I feel like feels a little bit bruised. From somebody that punched me in the face, of course, that guy wasn't like... You know, it was a proper punch. You know, they were like muscular guys. But because they were angry... It's just... There's not really a lot to a punch if you're just angry. I think. It's hard to say. You know, that's now the second time that somebody punched me in the face. And, you know, after they did this, you know, two of them left and one kept standing there and I was like pushing him a little bit further. You know, I was just having a conversation with them. I was like, you know, what's your deal, man? Like, what are you guys doing? I mean... Having a knife, the the one that had the knife said it was a toy. Well, it's possible that it was a toy, but maybe it wasn't. My feeling says it was a toy. No, but I couldn't know that. It could have been something else. And when I would have been afraid, you know, I could have acted with rage. But I was actually more concerned for them. The question is, of course, why didn't I just stand there? You know, why did I walk away from them backwards? I don't know. Because I'm also not stupid, right? You know, if somebody wants to punch me, you know, all I can do is kind of try to avoid it because I don't really want to be punched. And it was like, you know, half past four in the morning. There was nobody, just these three guys and me. Then they came again and I don't know if they punched me again or something. He tried to kick me. But in the end, I was the one that stayed and they left. And then I shouted something after them and I started to laugh and then they picked something up but they went around the corner. But then I took a longer way home just to avoid any more incidents. Because if I would have walked the same way as they did, you know, this might have kept going for I don't know how long. And I just felt like, nah. Because you can really push people to really hit you. But they were the ones that tried to be in my face or in my space. And that's maybe what it was, just holding my ground. You know, I thought about turning around and just running away, but I didn't do it. Which is still weird. So why did I react the way I reacted? I cannot say. It's just what I wanted to do, right? And they punched me and I said, Hey man, you know, watch out. That's my groceries here, right? It's like, you know, I have a grapefruit in there. You know, you know, I like food. You know, don't make me drop that bottle of oil because it's precious to me. You know, I can fry things with it. So my concern with was for the food, you know, don't touch my food, man. You know, I like my food. And then after that was done, I turned around. After they went around the corner, I did run a little and then I thought, you know, just walk. And of course, the question is, how should I engage with it next time? You know, maybe things like this can happen more often. Maybe I'm just not going to make fun of anyone anymore. But at the same time, you know, it's hard to say. 
because you never know what's going to come out of it. You know, if somebody feels like really injured in their pride, they may do something really stupid. Well, sure, then they have to deal with it. But it also, you know, it's a lesson, of course. And then I thought, you know, maybe it was because, you know, I fell in love with a woman and I tried to sleep with another. Maybe that's why this happened. Maybe that's what the lesson was. And then I said, yeah, sure, man. You know, you know if a woman can send me something like this, then what I say to her is, then stay away. You know, then leave me alone. If you want me to suffer like this, what am I supposed to do about it? You know, it just says something about who you are. And then it's probably better if you just stay away from me. And now it says just think about who you are. Well, I'm the guy that loves a woman and manages to not sleep with others. Not even knowing what this woman does. So the real issue why they hit me was because they're trying to be all tough and strong. And because the image they have of themselves was threatened by me. Because I exposed them as cowards. Now they were with three people and they had a knife. Which was probably a toy. But who's to say? You know, he refused to show me. And they punched me in the face. And I said nothing. I didn't even say ouch. He just said, hey, watch my groceries. And I said, stop. What did he say? You know, stop provoking me. I was like, you're in my face, man. Why am I provoking you? Like, you're provoking me. I mean, I do nothing. He just kept smiling. And they were like, Rrr. I said, okay. I said, leave now. I said, you know, I'm gonna stay. Now, this is not advice for you to try that. It's just what can happen if you work with people's fear and if you expose liars. No. They may get angry. And it seems to be my job to do that. But maybe my job is to spread love. And I feel like some people are jeopardizing it. So yeah, sometimes I do some mojo. And I see someone who walks around like he owns the street. I start talking to them. He leaves and hides in a shop. You know? Yeah, and then they come with three people. I don't even know where they came from. I mean, these kids, it's like... All right, okay, they were teenagers. But where did they come from at four in the morning? Right, it's like, where do they come from? Where do they go? Ah, they've got holidays. It's school holidays, that's why. I thought, why, you know, don't they have to be in school tomorrow? You know, but why don't their parents say something about it? Well, maybe they don't have any, or maybe, you know, their parents are busy working or something. Or maybe their parents are happy if their kids are out of the house. Yeah, so... You know, it's like, you know... I thought it would sound more fantastic. But that's all there is to it. Angry kids punch me in the face kick me in the stomach, you know, and I just walk away and I come here and I talk about it. And that's like the really weird thing 
the way I engage with situations like this. Like, am I not supposed to be hurt or cry about it? It's like, oh. but I just walked home. And then I was like thinking, you know, why did that happen? Did it have to happen? Is this going to happen more often now? Then a voice sometimes comes and says, you know, nobody's ever going to touch you again. It's like, how should I know? And then a voice says, because you're going to make sure of it. But how? You know, am I going to strike first next time? I don't know. You know, I don't want to punch people. Because if I would have punched them, you know, because I don't really have anger anymore. Or I just don't become it. You know, sometimes I feel anger. But it's more like, you know, sometimes I feel anger towards objects. Because I'm not really projecting a lot of stuff onto other people. But people project stuff onto me. And sometimes it just pisses, you know, that's what makes me angry. Just leave me the fuck alone. Of course, I'm the first one. You know, I tickled that guy the other day. And that was now maybe the receipt. Because maybe you don't know who you're making fun of. And that guy could have had a knife. So sometimes it's best to just, you know, walk and say nothing to nobody. Like to not even look at people. Because some people are like this. You know, you look at them, they feel like you disrespect them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should just walk around with a smile on my face or a smirk and just keep it to myself. But if somebody wants to, like, take a piss on you, he's probably going to do it. Then you, of course, have to think, you know, what would be if I would have a wife and children? You know, how far should I go? You know, maybe I'm going to keep living in this city for a long time. And if I piss off enough people, you know, this might backfire at me. So if somebody hits me, I'm just going to take it and do nothing with that. Because if I hit back, you know, it's like, now all they have is the shame of having hit someone. Or maybe they're just like, maybe they feel respect. Or maybe they, they feel afraid of me now. Because they realized, who is that guy? Like, he didn't even flinch. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Now I took a hit. Maybe it relaxes them a little. Just like sex does, right? It's like, that's why people fight, you know, two men fighting is like having sex I'd rather fight with a woman in a soft way doesn't mean it cannot be firm anyway sometimes you just have to accept it but also realize anything is a test Everything is a chance to grow. I will have no bruises from this. I will keep my beard. Because I'm not a castrate. I will keep my hair. Probably the way it is. Which doesn't mean I cannot put wax in it sometimes. You know, wax with oil. I mix beeswax, beeswax with coconut oil or fat, you know, and then you can use it like gel. Smoothen out your hair a little, which I like, but in a way also don't like it because it makes me look too tidy, which in a way I don't really like.
so what happened happened and then sometimes I feel like you know what's gonna come out of this and usually nothing comes out of it but it's still strange right it's like were they looking for me no I didn't even know who that guy was I probably didn't even look the way I looked the first time I met one of them but somehow they remembered me where did they come from you know it's like they came and then they left and then I had to figure out you know why did that happen could it have happened any different way for me the lesson is just do your work just talk about fear you know what I realized is I'm kind of sick of being people's punching bag right but then on the other hand isn't it better if they punch me than other kids hard to say they asked me for a plastic bag and I had one and they gave it to them because they say they wanted to collect things <laughs> it's really weird I really have no idea it happened and sometimes I'm afraid somebody will shoot me you know after that happened I walked home and every time a car came I thought you know that image came of somebody not, like shooting me but it didn't happen and then sometimes you know I hear things that say like you know whatever happens happens but you can also ask for things to happen and maybe I did it on purpose because I needed a lesson right I needed to you know see that people have boundaries and sometimes I cross these boundaries and if somebody walks around and he looks like he has a stick up his butt yeah maybe he's gonna take that stick out and try to beat me with it yeah so maybe I should have just left him alone and then he would have left me alone I suppose that's how it's probably true and maybe I should just stay home make art record things but if I don't make experiences what am I gonna talk about well if I wouldn't have made that experience I could have just talked about something nice instead yeah sure what am I supposed to do now right it's like another good question I think I'm just gonna sleep and turn off my laptop again because I'm kind of like I turned into some kind of workaholic right because I had a tough night And sometimes you leave a fire burning somewhere and then you go somewhere else and you're not sure what's gonna happen when you come back you know will the house still stand and then you say yeah I believe it will the problem I have now because I don't want to sleep is because sometimes I make an experience and then I sleep and I actually you know I think I feel fine and then I wake up and I feel like I just got punched in the face sometimes it's easier to stay awake but you can only stay awake for you know at some point you have to sleep and digest what just happened because a part of me is constantly crying anyway you know there's a part in me that's always crying because I'm constantly suffering you know I'm a I feel like I'm in a constant state of suffering 
Now I always feel a bit dead, you know, just a bit. And that is also driving me insane. But at the same time, it's just how it is. So, right, it's like, if you piss off enough people, there may be somebody that really wants to harm you. And I think you should probably always think about, you know, how's it going to be later when you have children and family? You know, what's going to happen? Do you want a lot of people to be angry at you? Because they may harm your children or you or even your wife. You never know. You know, a part of me feels like I don't even want to be here anymore. And maybe that was the point, to see if I really mean it when I say that I'm going to stay. And that's hard to say as well. Anyway, that's the way it is. That's just what I wanted to say. I have no idea what came across to you. It's like... The way I talked about it, it really feels like whatever I said never happened, but it happened. It feels a little surreal, but I'm also not a sniffler. Which is, you know, whatever Charles Manson did, I think it's other people that did something, and they blamed him for it, but it's other people that did it. But everybody blamed him. And he went to prison for that. But he always said, you know, when people asked him, you know, do you regret what you did that you're now in prison? And he always said, I'm not a sniffler. You know, I don't cry. I don't mope about what happened. You know, it happened. What do you want to hear me say? You know, oh, that's so bad. Yeah, sometimes I do that. But not really. I just say it's hard, right? You know, I carry the burden of my own existence, which is an accumulation of all the experiences and choices that I've made. And that's all I can do, right? It's like, you just have to keep going. Sure, now I can hold on to that anger of being punched in the face or whatever, but I stood my ground. And I was the last one standing, you know, they walked away from me which I rubbed into their faces by shouting after them that I'm the one I'm the one who won last man standing they turned their back I never turned my back on them only after they turned their back and left then I turned around and walked in the other direction but you also have to admit that to a certain degree I certainly know what I'm doing, at least in terms of reacting to my feelings. And I never flinched. All right, when he was like holding that, whatever it was, I don't know if it was a toy knife or a real knife. All right, sure, I kept walking backwards. You know, it's like hard to say why we do things. They were angry. They punched me, nothing happened. Maybe it helps them to deal with their fear. You know, at least they have content available to them now that they can listen to. You know, that's like as far as I can go. And maybe next time... I won't laugh at people, no matter how pretentious they look. Whatever, I mean, he's carrying the burden of his existence, right? So, maybe it says never make fun of anyone. Maybe, I, I, actually, I, I think the why, the reason why I talked to him was... Maybe I was a little bit angry and I left it out on him. And now it just backfired. 
it's possible. Maybe I was curious, you know, who's hiding inside. And now he showed me he's just an angry kid, right? And he was only strong because he had friends. If he would have been alone, he would have done nothing. So you just, you know, it's like bachelor herds, right? They band together and then they try to pick a fight with a lion. <laughs> But the lion just like, Rawr. fuck off. <laughs> Didn't even say that. I said, hey man, watch out for my groceries. <laughs> Right, it's like normally you, you would tell that story and you would brag about how you punched them or slapped them or did whatever. You just do nothing but smile. You know, what kind of a hero story is that? You know, you think about Naruto, how he clenches his fists and like, bam, punches people in the face or, you know, stops that. How is that thing called again? You know, these knives they use. It's a long time since I watched it. Shuriken, I don't know. You know, he stops it and he holds this speech and then he punches and... It's like... It's just not my way to fight. Maybe I could... You know, I've been doing a lot of hardening of my fists, but I realize the reason why I do that is actually because I want to have a strong grip. And I just want to know I could protect myself with my fists without being afraid of breaking it. But also just still think, you know, I have no strength for that. Because what I see is like happy children. And if a child challenges me to a fight, you know, if it's like even if he's 18 or 20, if he picks a fight with me, he's a child. You know, if a 50-year-old guy picks a fight with me, he's a child. You know, he wants to play, only he doesn't know how. Maybe they wanted to learn something from me. Well, now they got my YouTube channel. All right. <laughs> Do something with it. Anyway, it's like very strange. Because after any experience, you always have this kind of phase of dissecting it. Actually, I don't have to because it's plain what happened. And I'm just trying to stop thinking about what happens. And to just accept it. And to say, you know, to give up also responsibility because it was my feeling that made me talk to this guy in the first place. You know, it was my feeling that made me do certain things. But I have no idea what's gonna come out of it in the end. No idea whatsoever. Well, the least you can say is, you know, it's still somewhat in interesting, right? And that's probably what you want. Only I'd like it to be interesting in a different way, you know? Not this kind of people punching you in the face, but more this kind of, I don't know what, you know, what's interesting. I mean, isn't it part of life? Maybe. At least from my perspective, I can say, I was afraid that this would happen because a part of me also thinks you know I'm afraid of knives and guns and maybe also fists but in the end nothing really happened 
I didn't lose a teeth, a tooth. I realized I have, you know, I have a lot of substance. Because I don't believe in bones. I just have a lot of substance. And I can divert an attack. You know, if somebody punches me, I can channel that energy into a smile. Which is transformation, of course. And they never managed. Because it was also weird, because we had a good conversation going. You know, they asked me questions, I answered them. They asked me, you know, why, do you, why are you barefoot? I said, we just for grounding. And because of my back. Which is true. In a way. So, alright. You know, good for them, you know, you could pick a fight with me with three guys. Holy crap. People are such pussies. And I cannot help it. It's not just about pitying people. But in a way they disgust me. Because they walk around. And they band together. On people that are alone and then they punch them. You know, I challenge people when I'm alone. But I don't even have bad intentions. They had bad intentions. They just wanted to let let off some steam. Which they did. So in a way it's a win-win. Right? They realized, okay, there's guys out there that you cannot intimidate. And I realized... Maybe there's nothing scary about being threatened. Because apparently I can avoid being stabbed. And maybe I can avoid being shot. And maybe I can avoid certain situations. Which is why, you know, maybe it's better to not go to the Bronx. And look like you have money or something. But there are people that go to the Bronx and nothing happens. And then there's people that go to the Bronx and, you know, they get shot. It's like all about expectations. If you go through the Bronx and you expect nothing bad, somebody may still come with a knife or with a gun. But it doesn't mean they're going to shoot you, right? It's like... If you apply towards their humanity and you engage with them with an open heart, but of course that takes a lot of work. Which is why if you ever want to go to the Bronx, you know, I would suggest you make your experiences first. Right? It's like work with your fear. And when you ever feel like, you know, now you can go to the Congo. But first make sure, maybe, you know, you're ready. Don't just go there. Because there are places that are intense. But yeah, better luck next time, right? Whatever that means. Because I'm here now, in this form or place, and I have to deal with whatever comes to me, however reluctant I may be to deal with it, but in the end I have to deal with it, 
And what I'm doing here in, in this city is also I'm dealing with people who let off steam and who threaten the peace with their anger and their fear. Because anger usually is an expression of fear. Which means I knew what I was doing when I challenged that guy and he hid inside this shop. You know, they act like I'm the one making them do this, but they're the one choosing to do it. And in a way, sure, right? In a way, I draw it out of them. It's like, I don't want to punch you. Well, it's your choice, right? Because you're gonna be ashamed of what you did. Because I gave you no reason to punch me at all. And that's why I win. I win because I kept the peace for myself. Peace of mind, peace of heart. I may think about, should I be ashamed that I challenged him in the first place? But I think it's alright because I cannot stand it when I see these young kids walking around like they own the place, because they don't. And it casts a bad image on a city if there's like these little whelps walking around. And acting like they're really tough. While the only people they pick fights with are people that are weaker. And if there's somebody that seems a little bit stronger, you know, they're like band together. So, sure. I think I can say what happened happened. It was never my intention, but it happened anyway. So maybe I had a good intent, but I'm also kind of a mischievous clown, whatever. Right? Sometimes I just feel like, you know, I just want to do this. And maybe this is how you help people these days. I have no idea what that means. But yeah. I'm more like an emotional fighter. And that's all I had to say. Cheers.